as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bust it down that blow. Out of East San Ho, what they know my name. Oh, you didn't know? You ain't gonna call somebody. Back in the building. What up? What up? Yeah, it is Tuesday, March 7th. We got a shitload of news to cover here. Bogard was in here uh, before we started and uh, fresh into the Matrix, he went. And let's shout out the chat. <coughs> let's shout out the chat as uh, we get uh, smoking here. Bakes a lot. Ricky Bobby, you know the rest, motherfuckers. Bakes a lot. Said, so don't forget to hit that like, you dirty animals. There we go. Let them know, bro. All right. And here we go. Bogart, Scott Free in the building. Hey. My bad. I had a phone call come in and shit. All good. All yeah. good. Hey, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. And it's just right out the gate, man. I wanna I just wanted to share something with y'all because man, you know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with the community, man. Y'all, y'all uh are something that I look forward to connecting with uh every day. You know what I mean? And um man, a good buddy of mine that I grew up with, man, and you know, we might have strayed away different paths in the past six, seven years, but uh man, he took his own life yesterday, man. And and uh I don't know if he would necessarily if he was dealing with like you know clinical mental mental health issues but i know he was he was fighting with depression and and addiction and uh you know what i mean if you guys if y'all know somebody out there like that man you know reach out to that person if you care about that person you know what i mean yeah because if i can go back i probably would have picked his brain and seen what was going on with him but i can't even front that my life <laughs> you know went a different direction you know as a family man and and you know what i mean it just you know what I'm saying? He was just totally different, totally different directions in life. And uh, yeah, if we would have crossed paths again, uh, you know what I mean? I I, I would have known more. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Just, just, you know what I mean? Just, just, I just wanted to throw it out, out there in the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And who knows if it changes anything, but not saying something will never change it ever. So yeah, like reach out to some people. There's some people you know might be going through it right now. So reach out and say what up. Like, man, people are going through shitty times. Like, literally hearing from some homies is going to, you know, that's going to be the bright spot of their day. Yeah, like, you know, when, when COVID uh, and quarantine came around, you know, it was kind of like if I lost touch with, with, with individuals, it was probably because, you know, we're, our paths were just on different, you know, trajectories. Because like the ones that did matter, I you know I, I kept the vice grip on them, you know what I mean, kept in touch yeah. with everybody. But then there also was the ones that fell through the crack, man, and and, and COVID and quarantine did something to them different, man. And I and uh 
and uh, rest in peace to my homie David, man. He was definitely one of those cats that uh, the quarantine hit him hard, from what I heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. He just, uh, you know, he had to guess he had to deal with it on his own, and he looked toward to, to drugs and other uh, means of uh, self medicating. And yeah, man. I hope I hope he's finding peace now. Where you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking sad, man. Yeah, and shout out to Minnesota Marty. He said, "Damn, sorry to hear that." Big BS said, "Damn, sad to see homies in that state of mind." Yeah, for sure, dude. It, uh, yeah, we got to keep pushing. We got to keep pushing either way. But yeah, some people may not have the same mentality. So these people got to reach out. And uh, Dennis in the house. He said, "What up? What up, homies?" We're gonna get into a, a trade that I saw Dennis just make. Um, well, I mean, I just saw it pop up, but it happened 40 minutes ago. Um, we're we're gonna go into that before we get started here. Okay, let's go. You know me. I love Hold on, let me let me just shout out the chat first, and then we'll get into you do it. Do your thing. Do your thing. We got crispy in the house. What's what up? Else? What's up, pops? We got who else? We got PB and waivers in the house. What up? What up? Let's do it. We got Albert in the house. What up? What up, Albert? And Dennis, there we go. Reminding everyone, go to 420crew.com and sign up for the T-shirt of the month club. The first T-shirts are getting shipped out at the end of the month. So get in right now. It's $40. All the, uh, well, 40 if you are XL or smaller, 45 if you are 2X or bigger. And uh, all these designs are coming from Peacock. So not the ones that you've seen me wearing, you know, the one, the 420 crew and the Bud Leaf and the 420 crew uh, lighter logo and all that. Not those ones. It's a lot more intricate than uh, than those ones. All right. Yeah, shout see. out to Peacock. Ga-ga! And Al- Albert said, uh, Danny Peso's got paid. We're going to, that'll be one of the first things that we talk about here. What up, Live in Sports Talk with Jake? We're definitely going to be talking about the Gino deal as well. And PPN Waivers, uh, shoot me uh, a DM on either on Patreon or on Facebook. I'll send you uh, the link. But for all the Dynasty Leagues, all the orphan teams, it's got to be a 420 crew member to, uh, to take part. But I'm throwing in my Facebook link right now. That's the best place to uh, DM me. Let's see. Alan in the house showing Facebook some love. What up? What up? Legendary one. What up? What up? All right. Now here we here we go on uh, on the trade. Okay. Now, just remember for everyone in the 420 crew, if you're brand new to these hustler dynasty leagues, one thing to remember is you can always ask me for some uh, some advice on is a trade good, bad, too expensive, too cheap, you know, whatever. And I'll always give you honest opinions because I'm not going to give someone a fake opinion so I can get a trade out of you because I'm not a, a trading fool all the time anyways. So Dennis took over a team and he traded away Jimmy Garoppolo and he brings back Westbrook Ekine. Stupid. And let me see who his other... I mean, what is his receivers? Because first of all, to even look at Westbrook or Kai is like incorrect to begin with. Dang, see, he's in his uh, his QBs. He's got Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield, uh, Andy Dalton, Jimmy G. I mean, pretty much all of these guys that you have, minus Fields, Jimmy G is the closest thing that you have 
to a starter for sure. And then for Westbrook, he, uh, what? Hold on. Which side is, the, is is Dennis bringing back Jimmy? No. What? Yeah. Well, oh, Dennis. I so mean, yeah. you, you need that be, QB. This is the Superflex dynasty. You know what I mean? You cannot Jimmy, be giving away QBs for nothing. You really can't. Westbrook, he kind of is nothing. And like for. I mean, for, for part of our news today, you know, spoiler alert, you know, Jimmy's is he's in line to be the front runner for the Texans to be a bridge QB for whoever they draft. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going to go, he's going to get going for a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Year or two, potentially. Year or two. So, yeah, you just, uh, guys, don't trade away your QBs for nothing like that trust me like qbs are the hardest position to acquire in these leagues especially starting qbs so i know you're kind of new to the whole format and everything dennis but yeah qbs are like hella expensive and just remember that because if you go try to trade for a qb like if someone goes and tries to trade for jimmy g um, just with this dude that you traded him to three weeks from now, when he is assigned to a team, his value is instantly through the roof compared to what you're valuing him as right now. So we're not talking shit. We're just trying to make people get better for the future as well. Cause I know these aren't the only leagues that you guys are going to be in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was one of the first pieces of news that we had today was the Jimmy, Jimmy being the front runner. For the Texans. Um, how about we just jump into Danny Pesos, uh, a deal that got inked. So it's a four-year, 160 mil uh, with an extra 35 mil that he could make in incentives. They haven't shouted out the guaranteed money that he's going to be getting yet. But he's going to get like 100. Let's see. I think like 100 guaranteed sounds about right. It's fucking crazy. I mean, that's what, it is what it is, though, because, like, if he don't meet these certain incentives, these yearly incentives, he could be only clearing, like, 25 to 30 a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is great for them. For right. all parties involved. And, like, I mean, you can go back to, like, you know, this has been a topic of conversation for the last few weeks, whether or not they're going to tag uh, Danny Dumbass or Saquon. There was no way they were giving a deal to Saquon. You know what I mean? It was either... Franchise tag him or let him walk. You know what I mean? Well, kind of, but I mean, if, he's I a guess running they, back. Who's gonna? Who, what's that's the, the stupidest thing to, to ever do in the league? And I don't know why teams still do this: is pay a running back big money. So, well, I, but I, it's the know. it's the bullshit, contradictory, like clickbait, you know, info that we're getting yeah. because, like, well, you know, it starts off with Danny Pesos. Oh, they're a million miles apart. You know, the franchise tag's probably going to go there. And then it's like, oh, the Giants and Saquon, they're getting closer and closer, like, on a deal. So it's, like, literally the exact opposite of what was actually like, happening. Leverage, that's, like, leverage, right? Like, yeah. you know, the agent calling into the Giants, hey, how's the, you know, uh, how, how are we looking here? And, oh, we're getting close to Barkley. And like, hey, oh, hey shout out to Nelly Nell. What up? What up, Nelly Nell? Yeah, so um, and here's all the official franchise tags that have happened so far. So Deron Payne was the first one, uh, almost 19 mil there, interior Whoa. defensive lineman. And then we got the Jaguars. It's 11.3 mil for Evan Ingram. The Raiders 10.9 for uh, for Josh Jacobs. Uh, 
Tony Pasta, 10 mil. Saquon, 10 mil. Right. And uh, Lamar Jackson. So they placed, uh, we and we've been talking about this the last couple of days, but now it's officially official. They placed the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson so teams can negotiate with him. And he is, it's 32.4 mil that he's, yeah. uh, he's so getting a non-exclusive franchise. This is a win-win situation for the for the Ravens because they're not going to give him a long-term deal. They're going to depend on other teams to tell him, fuck no. You know what I mean? Right. Because these other teams are going to be like, okay, Lamar, we want you. We'll give up the first round for him. Ravens is cool with it. What's the numbers here? And he says, I want this, this, and that. Okay, well, how about this? And, and they'll be like, nah. And then they'll be like, well, I want this. Well, we can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, now he's yeah. going to get told no by other organizations. You know what I mean? And yeah. then say they go, well, we'll give you, I don't know, a buck 60. Look, daddy dumbass, you got a buck 60. Like, okay, uh, we'll now, now this is real shit. I need everyone to throw it in the comments. <laughs> If you're Lamar Jackson and you see Danny Pesos get four years, 160 mil, I know that he's like, you know, in his mind, he wants that Deshaun Watson money. Are you mad? Do you think that's going to help you? Are you upset with the deal? Because he's getting thrown through the ringer right now. I mean, like I said, right? He's going to look at that deal and then say they'll be like, hey, we'll give you a, a, you know, 190 million, you know, 150 guaranteed or some bullshit. Maybe one 130 guaranteed. And say he doesn't How does like he not that. warrant Kyler Murray-ish money? But see, but here's the thing though. If he does so happens to accept that, the Ravens can match it. Well, yeah. And that so it's a win-win situation. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, well, they don't want to give him a deal, and then someone else can offer him that deal that he might settle on, and they'll be like, Oh, well, we'll match that. And I think this is probably just like, you know, I, I mean, it's definitely a temperature check for the Ravens. I, I think that they know. These don't connect, Trey. These, aren't the I, <laughs> These are both two guys, okay? I think that they know that the market isn't going to bear what they expect it to bear for uh, for Jackson. And I wonder, is uh, could this be because he is his own agent? Like, is he not handling business, you know, the proper way? I mean, because when you pay for an agent to do this shit, that's the agent's like job is dealing with that shit and that shit only. Lamar still has to fucking get ready for the season, has to be training, has to be doing all this shit. There's a lot of things he's doing as a professional. Um, he's not, this is not smart of him. Being he his own his agent? Worth. Yeah, he knows his worth. That's without a shadow of a doubt. But like in order to maneuver and like, I mean, imagine like if he had, it takes him days to understand a contract they send him. Hey, here's a contract. Here's a is he? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he has a lawyer. You know what I mean? But like this understanding the language of it all, like you know what I mean? Like he could be getting yeah. bamboozled too. Like agree to something that you know what I mean? He didn't fully understand. Ah, bogey in the matrix. Hey, hey, Marty in the house. What up? Shout out to our, shout out to Canada. What up, bro? Let's see. And PB and Waver said. Um, you're in the matrix. You're back. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Lamar said it don't. He pretty much is saying it don't matter what he get. What I mean, it don't matter who he plays for. He just want that Deshaun Watson money. Yeah. That's pretty much what he's saying. Because he ain't telling him, hey, trade me. He's saying I want Deshaun Watson money. I mean, you know the Ravens mean? have been fucking him up, like not giving him any kind of a deal. I, I don't know. blame them. 
I don't I mean, blame them. He, he he didn't went out there and not completed the mission a lot, whether it was the injury or just like flat out fall, you know, one and done in the super in the in the in the playoffs that year when they were one of the top seeds. You know what I mean? Like it's just I guess I, I have the, I mean it, it's I mean it's a very similar issue to the, to the issue that the Niners have. For the longest time it's offensive weapons. I mean the defense is obviously getting them there. When you start playing against the creme de la creme, you got to have a top tier offense and top tier defense. And like if he's literally the only weapon out there, what do they do? I mean they got there on the back of their defense this year. That that's that's hands down. And they For had sure. a really weak, they had a weak ass schedule too. So and like, I mean, because Tyler Huntley's not the guy, so there is no, no leverage. You know, I mean, no. like, if he, he would have well, imagine if he would have got a playoff win. There's zero leverage for a Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has all the leverage in the world, but like, it's just, it's not. They're not going to give him what he wants. And like, well, that's the thing. He has zero leverage. Like, that's the well, thing. That when sucks. I say when I say he has all the leverage in the world, is because he can just not play. I mean, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. He could just not play, like, because you could already tell he's fed up with them. I mean, what, why? if I'm him, why do I want to play for Baltimore anymore? You know what I mean? They don't even nah, I think he was mentally out over the last, like, couple years. Like, he's been wanting but this still, deal. He still want his money, though, from them. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's the team that he earned it with. Yeah. I get it. It's not going to get it with them, though. And they'll probably fr- – I said this last year. They'll tag him and then tag him again if he's still around. You know what I mean? Yeah, because every time he gets hurt, it just lowers his value. And it sucks because, like, it's literally the system that the team's built for him to get fucked up. Like, it's not an offense that's going to, like, protect him. It's not an offense where I he could ever be a pocket be, passer. Not never. It used to be when they had a good offensive line, you know, Staley goes down. Yeah. They let go of Orlando Brown. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, or Stanley was his name. But, yeah, Stanley and Orlando Brown, there. And it's just you know what I mean they're not now they're and now they're gonna have a couple more guys that they need to either re you know restructure some contracts or, or outright let them go on that offensive line so it's gonna be I don't think it's a desirable place you know what I mean it's a tough division on top of that like I wouldn't want out of there. Emil said I bet Lamar is hella stressed he's got to be and Marty said you think Lamar plays on the one year deal? I guess it depends on how this whole off season kind of plays out. Because he could say "fuck you guys" and just not sign the shit and pay the pay the fines or whatever. Um, I guess one thing that sucks is when you have like a big agency. Um, I know that they help take care of your big ass fines and stuff because it's all you know going to come back when you get the new contract. And uh, uh, Jake said Falcons aren't going to pursue Lamar either. Yeah, he said maybe Miami gets in the mix. I mean that. Oh. Be style, but I mean, I, I don't know. Like, that's what's kind of tough. So, I, how oh, does yeah. this work? How does this work on the non-exclusive? So, like, I know it's like, okay, let's say Miami offers them X amount, then the Ravens have a chance to match well, that the, amount or trade him to them, right? The that's the regular. The regular is the average of the top five paid at the position. In this case, thirty-two million, and then. Say you got franchise tag. I'm another organization. I can come try to give you a deal, and but but then now but the tag the price is first round, right? Right. So I got to give up first round. Then I got minimum is the first round. So yeah, it's not like they have to put two or three. No, but then then I just got then I got to give you a deal, and the Ravens have a chance to match that deal or beat it, right? Yeah. 
But but see, and that's another thing too, is because they could easily be like, yeah, I got you, I got you. They could easily be like, you know what I mean? Hopefully Lamar would just agree to some number that they couldn't get the same number that Lamar couldn't, wouldn't agree to with Baltimore. Then they yeah. could just match it, you know what I mean? So it's, like I said, it's a win-win for them. But also too, the exclusive is the average of the top three, which is 42 or 45 million, something like that. Something, yeah. Yeah, 45 million. So it's like that's that you know, that would be what he gets this year. And it's two first rounds as a starter. And then and then you know what I'm saying, you gotta give him a deal. So then they they can once again match that deal with but at this point, the only friend the only exclusive franchise tag him if you want to trade him for those multiple firsts. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Alan said so. Now Lamar is going to want five years, three hundred and fifty mil, two hundred and twenty-five guaranteed. I don't think he's ever wanted anything that much. He just wanted to be around the Watson range, and I don't yeah. even think it was the guaranteed money either. I think it was just having the. No, it was the guarantees. It, it was, was all guarantees. the guarantees because they were like, they were like uh, in the tens of millions as far as difference of of uh, guaranteed money, like from what Lamar wanted and what they were offering. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time, from an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. One zero nine. He deserves it. <coughs> he deserves it. Like either way, that that's what I mean. He's a fucking MVP and did it in uh, in an unconventional like style style of play that uh, that gets someone to the MVP. Uh, yeah, he has no fucking weapons. Who the hell said it earlier? Um, who the hell said it earlier? Someone said Lamar only had uh, only had Hollywood Brown besides Andrews, and even Andrews. Like, I mean, he's good, but I mean, it's not like he's Kelsey. It's not like oh, he's now Brown. all like, of a sudden now he all this ain't for you, but this is for all you Devin Duvernay truthers. <laughs> all, all all Lamar ever had was Hollywood. What happened to Devin Duvernay? <laughs> Devin Duvernay is so good. They told me. I fucking hate it that he's never gotten any weapons over there. And you know he's been pissed ever since they got rid of Hollywood next last year. And you know what's crazy is they're, they're such an old-school-minded type of uh, New England-esque like, organization where it's like, they just don't really want to pay motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just don't really want to pay motherfuckers. They just, they're like, hey, you can go. You know what I mean? And there's a reason why fucking Ravens won't be sniffing a Super Bowl. Like, and, I mean, if they get rid of Lamar and they don't get the number one overall pick, like, come, this team's going to be trash for, like, years to come. Well, I mean, or number two and or three overall, right? No, but Houston's not coming off that pick, though. Yeah, Houston got other plans, man. Like, I, I, I mean, the Jimmy thing... The Jimmy thing was something that it was a, some low hanging fruit just because there's the coaching correlations. Yeah, for sure. System guy. You They're probably going to be grounding and pounding. Like, I mean, I don't yeah, know. Like, and you want to build a, when you want to build a culture, you're going to have to bring in a system guy. You know what I'm saying? This, you yeah. Know, Jimmy, and then they're going to draft, you know, whichever bust 
in my opinion, because like, <laughs> I feel like Bryce Young, he's the best out of all these QBs, but he's too small. I'm getting a lot of but oh, is that bogey in the matrix? I'm getting a lot of bust, like you know, feels out of a lot of these guys, like Anthony Richardson. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a crazy, like, freak of nature, though. But man, is it gonna translate to whatever team actually like hits him and play into his strengths? You were in the matrix until just now, yeah. And juggernaut in the house was (laughs) all right. Let's get into this Joe Mixon news. Fucking crazy. And shout out to Stranger in the Houday Nation. Said all I can say about Mixon is at least he was going to be a cap casualty anyway. Yeah, and so Marty threw in a little bit of the info here. Said Mixon fired shots at a 13-year-old kid playing Nerf next door, hitting him in the leg once. And it said not confirmed uh, it was Mixon, but the shots came from his house. Yeah, and then, like, Lee, it's funny because Lee was, like, scrambling and just grabbing all these cryptic fucking pieces of information. Like, yeah. oh, according to Joe Mixon's sister, he (laughs) didn't shoot the kid. Yeah. Okay, then who did it, Joe Mixon's sister? Like, tell us, Joe Mixon's sister. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. This is is all bad. And I got, like, three shares of Joe Mixon that I just feel like are just – a wash now. Have no idea what's going to happen, but yeah, this is someone we got to keep at arm's distance right now in our fantasy drafts. That is for sure. And uh, and B- big BS said mixing what? <laughs> yeah, I mean he had the cops at his house yesterday and all this shit. And I mean, uh, but no one was arrested, so that's like another thing too. It's like I- I'm curious to see how all of this like plays out because we're wrapping. I want everyone to remember and to never forget this. Joe Mixon told us the police can't do shit to him. <laughs> remember that shit? Yeah. He said, I own the police. They can't do shit to me. Yeah, so this shit is just wild. I mean, I don't even know what the hell to like think of it. I mean, nobody is arrested, so he's not in jail or anything. And According to his sister, <laughs> he didn't shoot him. You know, like, I, I this is just, this is all bad. Like, this is just all fucking bad. And Marty said, I'd sue the shit out of Mixon if I was that kid. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's going to be, yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm at a loss for words on, like, what's even going to happen, you know, because, uh, I mean, I, I think the kid was okay. I mean, he went to the uh, went to the hospital and stuff, but I mean, I don't think there was any, you know, no uh, no major injuries outside of. I mean, the kid getting shot, obviously, but you know, motherfuckers get shot in the hood every day. B. I mean, that's just how it goes. And uh, but they're not living in the hood though. <laughs> oh man, Jake said it was his uncle Lenny. <laughs> And uh, Stranger said the person who needs to be arrested probably left the house before the cops arrived, right? Uh, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. I mean, for sure, if you're the dumbass who, like, shoots off a fucking weapon in a suburban neighborhood, like, yeah, you best believe, like, he would be getting the fuck out of there. And, like, if Joe Mixon leaves, that makes him look guilty as fuck. So, like, may- I mean, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe he stayed around um, for that reason. But, yeah, fucking... Uh... Just fucking wild, to say the least. 
Want and Alan said maybe Mixon's great grandfather and grandfather. Yeah, right. We don't have anything to eat. We have a good grocery store. You're the founding uh, solicitor of the uh, the town that he lives in. <laughs> oh man, yeah, maybe, maybe. All right, let's see here. Bogey fresh into the matrix. All right, let's see. How about? Let's jump over, smoke this bowl, and we'll jump over to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so the Jets, they've flown Woody Johnson's private plane out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) And uh, one thing that's funny is, uh, one thing that's really funny about all this is that we hear news from the Packers is that uh, (laughs) they really hope that Aaron Rodgers does not want to return. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there, but hopefully Aaron Rodgers is just out of Green Bay. We we definitely want to uh, we definitely want to see him out of Green Bay altogether. And Marty said, "Wish I," uh, he said, "Wish I woke up to Mixon uh, on the news in a Bronco like OJ." Oh man, just like totally taken off. All right, Marty, thanks. That has you on the clock in nineteen. Let me get over there. Get this going. And uh, Stranger said, Mixon is from Indiana, but lives in Ohio. Okay. Huh. Dang, I've been on the clock for a minute now. What do we do here? I've kind of been going kicker crazy over here compared to like how I usually do. I got two running backs, three wide receivers. Man, where do we go here? Yeah, this one's tough. It's just, it's kind of all ugly over here right now. A lot of ugliness. All right, you know what? We're going young with Devin Lloyd. Let's lock him in. On you now, Marty. All right. Let's see. Oh, one thing um, that I read as well, too, is that uh, with the uh, with the Jets. So if he does end up going there, Joe Namath, he already said he's willing to give up the number 12 if it meant Aaron Rodgers would sign with the Jets. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Joe name is the week for that one. <laughs> Fuck that. That's my shit. Bro, these kids, like, I'm trying to tell this kid right now, bro. I'm like, oh, we have all these snacks. He don't want to eat it. Yeah. Try for a snack. I'm like, listen, we don't got nothing, bro. We're not at the grocery store right now. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? You won't eat. You know what I mean? Like, for real. Like, and Marty's shit. Marty said, for the mock tonight, you should build a queue so we could see uh, some insight on uh, guys you're looking at for certain rounds in the draft. Why you? I mean, hey, how about fuck that? I'm trying to steal all our shit. <laughs> I'm always talking about the guys who were who were looking at in certain rounds and you stuff. Hey, <laughs> and uh, Marty said, only thing is you'd probably get sniped over and over. Well, that's the thing too. Like I don't get like. I'm in so many leagues. I don't have a certain attachment to like certain guys. It's all about just getting like the value. Like that, that's really the biggest thing of what it's about is just finding the best value that, uh, that we can have there for the draft. 
And Alan said, any Oscar picks? We will be live streaming for the Oscars, so make sure you guys are rocking with us uh, for that. That's going to be this Sunday. Um, no, uh, no no, picks. Um, I, I literally have no idea. Like, outside of uh, the, the Top Gun movie, like, I have, like, no idea what uh, what movies are even, uh, you know, what, what movies are in the running for, like, anything either. So Oscars is going to... Uh, uh, Oscars is going to be like my insight into some of these movies. And should I even like watch any of these movies? Marty said, I've been stealing their shit here and there. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I know you have, and I'm not shy about talking about who I like in certain areas, but there's so many people like it is, uh, you know, there, there's just so many people and PB and waiver said, what fantasy apps do you use? Are you talking about just for drafting? Um, Cause I mean, sleeper that that's, kind of like sleeper bust like for the vampire leagues uh will be on yahoo um but outside of that uh yeah it's, it's sleeper bust and crispy said can i can i rant rant on bro rant on all right let's see let's get back into the news here and we got oh okay so some some trade news that we heard over the last couple days is that derrick henry might be getting shopped around and no that the titans shut down that um that clickbaity shit you know that uh, happened yesterday and the same thing with nick chubb they have no plans uh, for the browns no plans on trading away nick chubb so that was just clickbaity headlines that we read yesterday and uh yeah the organizations came out and uh, they, they said no to that. Um, let's see. Who else do we got? Uh, but someone who, and I don't know if this is a clickbaity-like thing either, but according to, um, actually, I don't even have the source here, but according to some dumbass, uh, they say that the Denver Broncos are quietly shopping Cortland Sutton. They said they're not actively pushing him, but definitely trying to see if there's any kind of a trade market for him. I mean, now's the time where uh, we're, we're going to see some of these potential trade happens and trade talks, you know, just really start, uh, really start ramping up as well. Um, let's see. Uh, Patriots are not going to franchise tag Jonathan Jones, solid, solid cornerback. Uh, so he's going to be, uh, he's going to hit the open market. Um, it's going to be uh, a solid DB out there for someone. And maybe it is to resign with the Patriots, who the hell knows, but they're not going to franchise tag him. And the Bears are getting closer and closer to trading away this number one overall pick. The Bears are seeking at least two first rounders for this pick. I mean, in addition to whatever else, who knows? But I know that that's the big thing of where it has to start. That's the baseline for them, two first round picks. Let's see. And Big Tons, and I've heard they've been uh, shopping, shopping Sutton too. Marty said <coughs> Sutton would look good in purple if they get rid of Adam Thielen. That would be pretty nice. Let's see. Um, more, uh, more draft, more draft news is that the Panthers are amongst the teams expected to be aggressive in trading up in the draft. So. We'll see what happens there. And Zeb in the house. What up? What up? Deshaun Watson. I think we said this before, but he is opening to restructuring his contract. If that helps uh, get some quality veterans in there. 
for the squad because I know that they want to get more wide receiver help over there. I mean, everything they're building around is Watson now. So I think the old identity of what we knew about the Browns, um, you know, just ground and pound and really that's it. Cause I mean, their defense was always just whatever is good enough to keep them in games, but I think we're totally going to see them switch to uh, to an air raid model here and just chucking it. I mean, you don't throw that much money behind Watson and then not build it around him. And Zeb said, what's going on with Mixon, man? Uh, so I, we mentioned it earlier. We, we talked about that uh, maybe like 20-ish minutes ago where nobody got arrested over there with Mixon, and we have no idea what the hell's going on with him as of now. So this is just something that we need to fucking be monitoring, but it's not looking good. I mean, a 13-year-old kid shot, probably wasn't Mixon who shot him, but it came from his house. So, I mean, just being like, just being linked to this is not good for him. And, uh, man, and Mixon, you're a stupid fuck for whoever the fuck you're keeping around you because yeah, now, now you're going to have to keep it trill and not rat on this motherfucker and they potentially ruin your whole shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're getting a bag, bro, and, cause he's from the Bay, bro. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And like, you know, I'm, this goes for anywhere, bro. It ain't just from where I'm from. It's from where everybody's from. It's that crabs in a bucket mentality, bro. You know what I mean? They could bring you, they could bring, you could bring them along with you and they could act like they're supporting you. But you know, a lot of times they just want to be, they want to contribute to your downfall, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yep. and Marty said Mixon is on one. I mean, shit to say the least, right? And Mar and uh, Minnesota Marty says Canada Marty. You said Mixon's on one. Minnesota Marty said John Morant and Joe Mixon. What's up with John Morant? So we're still waiting to hear more shit about him. But he had two incidents that happened over the last week, right after he signed some fucking shoe deal, and like waving his waving his gun on fucking Instagram and shit. Like, I mean, man, just stupid shit. What is up with these motherfuckers? Like, what? What are they on? Because <laughs> it's not weed. Like if they were just smoking maybe weed, it's, maybe just... it's the fact that they, maybe if they're not on something, that's really what it is. Yeah, I guess that's the true fact too. that they're not on nothing and they just wilding, bro. Like and for sure, know, drinking. Like I mean, I, I don't know. Like I mean, we don't sure. we don't classify alcohol as a drug as much as we need to. But no, it, it, make it's classified as a shit. drug. They just don't call it one. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, just us in general. Because I mean, yeah, alcohol is the biggest drug out of fucking all of them out there. Yeah, and it's the it's the, the easiest accessible. Yep. Zeb said Mix is an idiot. Why are you hanging around bad guys? I mean, you could take you could take motherfuckers area, out bro. the hood, but sometimes you can't take the hood out of the motherfuckers, man. Like that's really what it is. Okay. Wanted to hang out with your uh, with your boys from your hood because uh, you know there's all these fake people around or whatever, but. When keeping it real goes wrong, Joe Mixon's picture is gonna fucking show up right there. Uh, he, he's already he already choked his baby mom's when she was pregnant. When, and this was in college. Yeah, and then and fucking got out of that, and he didn't get charged for that or nothing. At least not that I know of. You know what I mean? So he, yeah, and then didn't he punch that chick at a fucking restaurant or something too? Like I don't know, back don't in college know. or some I, shit. I, I, I don't know about that one. But I, but I know about the, the, the he choked it, her when she was pregnant. Well, I saw a video like, of that. I mean, it resurfaced. It's from way back when he was in college. But him punching oh, some wow. white girl, like, I don't know what the fuck was happening. She was all in his face and shit. And, and he just fucking cold clocked her in the restaurant and bounced. I mean, shit, get the fuck out of his face. Like, see, that's the thing is, like, I understand what he did was wrong. But, like, these things are avoidable because 
you don't know if when you get to this person, you push this person to a certain point that there is no return for that person. Right. That could have been as simple as getting in his face and he just clocked the bitch. You know what I mean? Bitch, I'll talk yeah. to you on my face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, maybe, maybe, you know, is it, like I said, I'm not saying that, that we're condoning that. I'm saying like, there's people that have screws. That's why like, you don't want to just cut someone off, bruh. On the road, bro, that motherfucker might be a crazy person and follow your ass and kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I like, mean, I guess it's got to be social media, really. Like, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, especially with like football players too. Like, literally, like, I mean, I guess maybe maybe that person didn't know that he was a football player, but like, why would you want to antagonize someone who like? Literally on the football field, all you are doing is trying to kill someone. You're either trying to inflict a crazy amount of pain on someone, or you're trying to in, like not get inflicted with pain and then inflict pain back. But either way, there's nothing but pain going on there. So I, I just, I don't get it. I, I'll, ne- I'll never understand why these dumbasses will, uh, will want to fight with... Uh, she obviously wanted to fight him. He was wrong for doing what he did, but not saying I agree with it, but you know, I understand. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, like, damn, it sucks when you're a repeat offender and you keep getting away with this shit because when you're bound to get popped for something bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, looking at this, the way it's escalated first choking his BM while she's pregnant. Next thing you know, you know, another incident. He's waving his, he, oh, he's punching a bitch in a the restaurant. Then he's, then he's waving his strap at some random broad that cut him off or whatever in traffic. And she was talking shit to him. He pulls the strap out, starts, you know, brandishing it. Yeah. He gets, you know, then he gets that thrown out. You know what I mean? I mean, that could have went left. You know what I mean? Well, he could have shot her. And we're always going to talk about mental health. I mean, because that's just something that just needs to get talked about more. And it's still not like condoning anything, but like, if you are someone who comes from a broken home and like certain situations and, you know, I mean, the PTSD of certain shit is there and like the fight or flight mode, like that's like literally something like in like a person's DNA that you can't really like get rid of, you know? And um, man, it is, uh, <laughs> it is tough, man. It is tough. That's I why, mean, why I don't like drinking alcohol. That. We got that in, in us because we're natural we're natural predators, bro. I know that sounds bad because that's a bad word these days. Predator. That means you're a fucking predator. You know? But like, I mean, as far as the world, the animalistic world of predator and prey, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like rabbits, they have it in them to jet. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they finna run. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers from the hood. And then you pile on a bunch of hits to the dome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, most serial killers, a lot of things they have in common is some type of head trauma when there was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like once you went, you know, you take them, you take some massive blows to the to the frontal lobe, that that hippocampus, bruh. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's that's what separates us from from the reptiles, is 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 that you know, we have the ability to fucking to, to uh rationalize and uh and, and stop ourselves from doing things that are instinctive like for example killing you know what i mean like it takes a lot of restraint for the average human every day to walk around and not kill everyone but it's because we're raised in a society where this is already frowned upon you know what i'm saying like you go to places like uh 
like in Taiwan, bro, they still they still they still cane people in public. You know what I mean? Or not Taiwan was that Thailand? Yeah, you know I mean, mean? Yeah, it was the wild wild west was not too long ago to where you could just say something wrong, motherfuckers are gonna pull out their gun and shoot you and just leave you in the middle of a fucking dirt road. I'll have you know, sir, I didn't like I didn't I didn't quite like those words. Why well, reckon we're gonna have a shooting at dawn? So there's, a, I forget what the movie's called, but there's a dope ass movie um, with Idris Alba on uh, on Netflix where they go back, uh, go back to the the old West days, and um, I, I mean it, it's pretty much black. It's a it's multiple black gangs that are like go about to about to squabble with each other, and there was one part I can't remember who the hell she plays in uh, in another in another movie but it, it's a famous actress and she's like the right hand uh woman of Idris Elba who's like the leader of the gang and like someone's about to say the n word and you don't even know if they're about to say that one but just as the n comes out bow shoots him right in the fucking face and she was like nobody better be saying any n words around here not even giving him the chance to complete his word and Big Ten said all sports need to give counseling and financial advisors to these kids coming along into the leagues. How often do we see top prospects go broke in three years or in jail? It's an investment for teams to do that. Teams will never fucking do that. Like, I, I, they do little things like this for rookies and stuff, but that's so much money. Why, they're not going to fucking want, Why would I want the warrior gladiator savage killers that I have on my team? Why would I want them making money outside of where – where I got them at, right? Yeah. You want them hungry for this bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's just the nature of the beast. When you can compartment, I mean, you got to remember, this is a barbaric game, and they keep trying to humanize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's already, it's already humanized because they get paid to do this. That's a human thing. Animals don't do that. You know what I mean? Outside of yeah. that, and the rules. There's yeah. actually rules to this game. That, you know what I mean? So it's like, but otherwise, it's straight barbaric. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's just a modern day gladiator sport. Like, it really is. Yeah. And like, I hate to say it, but like, you know what I mean? It, you know, this the concept is uh, not a, an original concept. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, they were, they were taking their finest uh, warriors and pitting them against other, other kings, finest warriors. And uh, they, you know what I mean? There would be yeah. things on the line. I mean, this ain't, you know, it's basically slave shit. Yeah, it really takes, I mean, I, I mean, all these guys, I mean, they do have to take responsibility just of themselves. And like, of course, a bunch do. And then there, of course, uh, there's a bunch who don't. I mean, if you guys go and watch that, ES, the movie on ESPN uh, Plus, uh, Broke, actually a really, really fucking good documentary. And hopefully a lot of these guys have uh, have seen this, like younger guys going into the NFL. It is or just professional sports in general. There's a lot more awareness now than there ever was. And like a lot of it does come from like ex NFL athletes who turn into financial advisors, you know, or things like that. And like go back to school, get their doctorate, you know, for like things like that. And um, I mean, there's a bunch of shady people out there and like, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who have paid financial advisors and gotten fucked over, you know, with money too. So like, that's the tough part is like, there's no system in play for these guys to learn how to be adults, but like there's really not systems in place for really any human being to learn how to be an adult. It's like you learn from people who teach it to you or you learn it the hard way. And um, 
I know I've I, I've learned it the hard way a lot of times. Like that's for sure. You know, I had I had a tough time this morning because I had to. You know, I was I was talking with a lot of my boys. You know what I mean? Just checking in on everybody because you know this shit just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I can't help but ask as much information as possible because I hadn't been directly contacting this dude, you know, since like 2017, you know what I mean? And okay. I've seen him around, but it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, it's in passing situations or we're at a function and, you know I mean? I'm doing my thing over here. You know what I mean? Like, right. What, you know what I'm saying? But what's crazy is like when I'm asking these questions, like trying to figure out what was going on, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, not a lot of people really knew what's up. It was still the same old, you know, shit he was saying for years, but the fact that it was the same shit he was saying for years, you know what I mean? Right. And like, I'm not around, but, but plus also I probably wouldn't have been the best person anywhere. I'm, I'm too much tough love approach, you know what I mean? Like, yo, bro, man, bro, snap the fuck out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't, I'm probably not the best person in those situations, you know what I mean? But it is, it is a trip, right? You know what I'm saying? You just, you just never know. And like, you know, for I'm bogey fresh in the matrix. All right. Dynasty Live Stevie. He said, Huss, I couldn't ignore the tackles for the 22-year-old. What do you think about my guy? What do you think about uh, my Quay Walker pick? Love the pick. Love the pick. Um, I like Devin Lloyd a little bit better than Quay Walker. So I'm glad that you went Quay Walker so that I could get Devin Lloyd. Um, but those, I mean, the only two uh, first-round uh, linebackers drafted last year. Um, so, I mean, I... Those were the guys who I was on uh, last year and was able to get at solid uh, value. And then um, now, I mean, I still think it's solid value for these guys because they should be monsters for uh, for years to come. And uh, Zeb said these young athletes need a fall guy. Chris Carter said it. Got to have a fall guy. Yeah, that's for sure. But man, we, we just can't be doing we just can't be doing things that are bringing dirt like anymore. We really can't. And Zeb said, saw the Eagles concert. And there we go. Hotel California in San Diego the other night. Nice, bro. Said, great concert. <laughs> Them old guys still got it. There we go. And that's what's dope about the musicians. You know, as long as you keep it active, you know, as long as you keep your tools handy, um, you know, you can keep it going for a while. And uh, Zeb said, some villages uh, be stoning people to death like Sri Lanka. Yeah, bro. Like we uh we have it a little bit too easy in America, I guess, to where well, not really too easy, because I mean a lot of things are hard, but maybe taking for granted like what what we really call freedom, because I know we aren't a hundred percent free, like that's for sure. But I mean, shit, if uh you know, just like you said in Sri Lanka or like Thailand, what Bogey was saying, like, you know, you gotta be way more on your P's and Q's of the way that you're living life and conducting yourself. And uh, Zeb said, Ray Rice, Kamara, Mixon, who do you want? <laughs> Stranger said, football is a metaphor for war. Yeah, only so much humanizing is possible. That is for damn sure. And Big Ten said, Ray Lewis had a fall guy too. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't think he did it. I don't think he did. But yeah, being around the wrong crowd like that, uh, it almost got him, bro. It almost got him. It almost got him. Hey, hey, Paroli in the house. What up, bro? All right, let's get back to it. Let's see. What do we got here? 
we got uh, so we got some Chiefs news. So the Chiefs release Frank Clark, and then um, they're not going to franchise tag Orlando Brown either. So let's see what uh, let's see what the Chiefs have in store right now. And Zeb said, "A Rob to the Titans." Ah, for my A Rob shares in Dynasty, I fucking hope not. I really hope not. Let's see. Um, ah, Zeb, he said, "Sad day." Vikings cut Eric Kendricks. Loved him. Yeah, and they could resign him to something, uh, something a little cheaper there. Yeah, and we we talked about that yesterday. But uh, yeah, Kendricks, man, he was uh, so solid for so many years, and I mean, still even solid. Like last year, like and for fantasy, and so, um, hopefully, hopefully he uh, lands somewhere where um, you know he he can get he can be he can show off that tackling fuel. I don't even have the tackling fuel drop. What what's, my, right. what's my dude's name? Uh, the dude that that everyone's going gaga over right now. Uh, that's like supposed to t- take over for Kendricks. I, I'm calling him Osimo. I think it's uh, uh, Osimo or whatever. But yeah, Osimo. Yeah, but I'm calling Osimo because that sounds tight. But he yeah. better be awesome, or he <laughs> can't be Osimo. Yeah, we better see it. Yeah, but what what is he? He's a he's a sophomore because he's like 22, right? Um, let me see. I think it, is it his third year? I think it might be his second. Let me double check. Let's double check it. Yeah, last year. Yep. Yep, sophomore. Okay. Third third round pick. High third high third round pick. I'm not mad at the third round picks. Yeah, well, yeah. Third, fourth, and fifth line round linebackers. Those guys they, they come through in the league. Yeah, Logan it, Wilson. It, I mean, there's a, there's an example of a third round pick. Um, right there, and who sat pretty much an entire year behind. I don't even know who the hell it was, and then was pushed right into the starting role the next year and kind of never looked back. Yeah. And Crispy said, do, do a dab every time Bogey goes into the Matrix. Man, I'd be fucked if I did that, man. Like, shit, I don't even know if I how, I wouldn't be able to function. But I'm down to do a dab, though, with you savages. Someone gonna do a dab with me out there? I'll use my stash rig in one. Oh and, god! Uh, <clears throat> Man, I got a shitload of wax and no way to dab it. And I just do motherfucking rolling these joints. I feel like I'm just burning through that wax because you're putting it on the joints. Yeah, I mean, like it's just you know. Otherwise, it's just sit there, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey! Shout out to Legendary One throwing in a super sticker. Over there, and let me show you guys the uh, the the raffle item for uh, this month. Hold on. Here we go. Boom! We got a Ricky Williams signed Saints jersey here. Hell yeah! Who wants some of the Ricky Williams swag for their man or woman cave? So every super chat, every super sticker. Um, get you entries and you can also get some entries in and you get double the entries. If you do it this way, going to four twenty superchat.com 
and you can get in entries as well. It's set up for $5 increments. So for every $5 you do, uh, for every $5 you do, you get 10 entries over there. It's one for every dollar on, uh, on YouTube. Oh, this is funny. Bogey was back and then he's fresh into the matrix before he can even get back. Uh oh, and legendary one getting another one in there. And he said, uh, where would cousins go? To the bench? Yeah, I mean, yeah, cousins isn't gonna be uh <laughs> he ain't going anywhere right now. And let me get your let me get your entries in here, legendary. All right, and then he said, uh, "Does uh, d- uh, does it smell like that gas?" Oh, for sure. And let me. Uh, so I'm smoking on the uh, the sour berry right now. Like, look at that, it's a fat ass rock bee, mm, super terpy, and uh, it's the it's the sour berry from Drip Extracts. D R I P P Extracts. Make sure you go uh, check them out. And uh, so uh, for this one in particular. It is 93, almost 94% total cannabinoids, total THC, 81%, uh, CBD, 0.05, THCA, 84%, and 3.12 on the terpenes. It's some straight fire. Go follow these dudes on uh, on Instagram, Drip Extracts. These are the homies. And uh, Wafers, um, Wafers Official, W-A-F-E-R-Z. They're doing big things, man. They're fucking one of the headline sponsors at Rolling Loud right now. And, um, yeah, I've been seeing the shit that they've been posting on Instagram. And, uh, man, they got a whole crazy setup, like, over there. Um, yeah, so go go follow are they, them. Are they East Coast based? No, they're L.A. Oh, well, I mean, like, the company, though, because, like, because they're with Rolling Loud and, like. No, nah, everything. No, they're all in LA. They just uh, they they just fuck with the uh, you know everything they do is about be, um, being amongst the culture. Yeah, that's why that's big BS in them, right? Or, yeah, uh, uh, BS yeah. barbaric. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. So I'm gonna smoke this bowl and then we'll do this dab with you guys here. And uh, and legendary one said, so where do you see Lamar playing uh, for the beginning of the 2023 season? I. I I really think it's going to be with the Ravens because I just feel like everything they're doing here, it's uh, they're doing enough not to lose them and doing just enough to keep him. Um, I don't know, man. Lamar, he, uh, I'm boring. He's going to play for the Ravens. There's nothing fun that's going to happen. Yeah. I wish it would. I, I bet it. It really sucks that he's his own agent and like the business. He's probably not getting taken seriously because of that as well. Yeah. And like, like, for example, if I'm trying to make a deal with somebody and they're like playing hardball, I might be like, man, fuck these people. Fuck yeah. this motherfucker. Or shoot me a low ball deal. And I'm looking at him like, what the fuck? Disrespect. <laughs> fuck you. Right? But then the agent would be like, okay, they're giving us a low-ball deal here, but this is what they're trying to do. Like, he would be able to explain why. Well, and you know what it is, too. And I wouldn't like, take it personal. You know what I mean? It's just like an agent to me is the same kind of as a lawyer. Like, you don't get it because you, you like, 
you know, it, it's optional to get one. You're going to represent yourself. You're not going to get taken seriously. You don't know the ins and outs of fucking everything. And like, even amongst that, lawyers got connections with the judges, with all these motherfuckers, you know, so you get a high priced lawyer. They're like in there, you know, they're, they're at the round table, you know, with these judges and stuff. Lamar, he has no leverage as far as like some of these other agents who could be like, all right, you're not going to fuck with me on this. Wait until the next big thing comes. And I'm not fucking with you on that no matter what. Or like throwing specific names out. Oh, yeah, you have this guy, you know, on your squad. Wait until we got to re-up his. Or, you know, like a lot of things that they can throw around based on like, like the Derek network of deal? they got. Like Derek Carr's deal. Uh-huh. Like his deal is set up where it's like they know they have certain players that have to pay next year. So, and then the year after. So it's like his... All his money's front loaded, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's not hurting the cap <laughs> forward, but he's still gonna end up with a hundred million dollars. And you know, you know Daniel I mean uh Geno Smith's deal, right? Hundred million. Only forty of it is guaranteed. Yeah. So he's basically gonna get that in one year though. You know what I mean? <laughs> well shit, what they say he got this year, like fifty mil, right? No, it's forty, but it's he can make up to fifty too. Okay. Yeah, in a okay. year. So it probably, you know, like you know, there's incentives like get a playoff appearance, get a playoff win, you know, throw for you know x amount of yards, you know, uh, x amount of touchdowns. They they have all kind of. I mean, I'm just guessing this is what they have this shit, but this is usually what they put in there. But his shit is really just a one year deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's locked in place just in case. It's a 49er situation where their young QB isn't ready yet. And they're like, Gino, still here. You know what I mean? Right. Because, yeah, yeah I mean, they're, they're, they're more than likely going to bust on whoever they draft at QB. Like, you look at Russ. Russ was the lucky pick. Like, remember how much of a bag they gave fucking Matt Flynn? <laughs> and, like, he was just – like, that's how they evaluate QBs, that they just, like, completely miss. Like, they hit on Russ – Cause they draft him in what the third or fourth round or some shit and uh, ends up being good enough, you know, with that defense to just get over the hump. I mean, good enough. I mean, shit, 28, 28 passing touchdowns as a rookie Matt, that was that matched the rookie record that was set by Peyton Manning. Right. And so, you know, yeah, so he tied it at the time, right? There was nobody else at that moment who had that much, right? No, just Peyton Manning. So that's pretty good. You know what I mean? All things considered, right? Yeah. Yep. But it's funny, though, how it worked out because, like, they wanted Matt Flynn. Like, Russ Wilson wasn't supposed to be that dude. There, like, I wonder who told crazy old Pete. You know, like you better just get rid of Matt Flynn right now and we better go with this kid over here. Well, I think they I think it came down to like um because that is ballsy, right? Like we're already in the, we were in the day and age where you sat a guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Unless you were Andrew Luck walking into that situation. Unless you were RG3 walking into that situation where Right. Like I think was- Eli Manning, he uh was he the he only? He had to wait. He had to wait a little okay. bit. Yeah, who was, actually it was Big Ben who played, right, as a rookie out of those three? Because I know Rivers. I mean, Super, which, 
Didn't he win a Super Bowl as a rookie? Or was it a sophomore? Sophomore. Yeah. Yeah. He can tip his hat to the bus for that one, that's for sure. <laughs> the bus has his last stop here. <laughs> Man, Jerome Bettis was so fucking good. Even in that point in his career, all he was was a vulture. Yeah. Just get him down. Well, but he was still moving, though. Like, that was the thing. He could still get out there and get some wiggle going. Like in, yeah. in But I'm saying, though, they had another running back, and they put it all on him. And then when they would get down there in the red zone, they'd give it to to, to Jerome Bettis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Antonio in the house. What up, what bro? Up? What up, birthday twist? Song in the house. What up? He said, what up, 420 crew? Just got off working the graveyard shift again for a month. Oh, man. Yeah. And he, and he barely getting off right now. He working, man. Shout out to Song. Yeah, keep grinding, bro. Yeah, man, the graveyard wasn't for me. I, uh, I I tried it one time, and I was working at Vaughn's at the time, and it was like a 10 to 7 shift, and then you get like the hour break, you know, the hour lunch or whatever. Man, it was so hard going home at 7 o'clock and then probably like 30 minutes, you know, and then you eat when you get home or whatever, and then it's like 9 o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to go to sleep, and everyone else is living the day right now. You know, so my girl, she worked a uh, graveyard for about six years. Okay. And it was it was a four-two schedule. So four days on, two days off. And, okay. And and um, so it might be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then she's off Friday, Saturday, then she's on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then she's off yeah. Thursday, Friday. And this is how it was. And like, you know, so there might, you know, there might be days where it falls on the weekend and we know we got a party to go to. You know, this party might be at night. It's somebody's birthday. We're going to the club, whatever it is. And she would just, like, thug it, bruh. Like, get home in the morning and be like, I'm just going to stay up. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, because right. it's like, man, like, you're really, you're either about to <clears throat> sleep away the day and do nothing or live life with the normal folk. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> it would always be a thing. She would come home and she would have, she had this theory, like, well, it's, you know, I come home, it's like I got to decompress. It's not like I get home all because of the time, immediately go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when people get home off work, they kind of kick it a little bit. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah, for sure. It's just like normal. Yeah. So she get home like around 8.30, 9-ish. And then like, you know, by 1 o'clock, she's asleep. Or sometimes she'd wait, you know, until we got to pick up the kids from school and whatnot. And then she would sleep from like 3 to fucking 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was insane to me, too, because it's like, yeah, like. I don't, but but my, I guess if my girl was kind of made for it, so to speak, because she could just fall asleep anywhere, bro. Um, yeah, yeah. When I was working graveyard, I, I would sleep on my fifteen-minute breaks, <laughs> literally go into break room and crash for like ten minutes or something. Yeah, I would. Uh, what is it called? Um, graveyard shift. I, I don't know, man. That shit. That shit would probably work best for me. I can't sleep at night. And nowadays, now I'm so old, was like, I got to get up hella early. So by the time it's like mid, like 11, maybe midnight, I'm already so beat because I've been up since, since 5. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but before it's like, you know what I mean? I might get up at 7 and those two hour, dip, that two hour extra of sleep, like I'm up to like 4. Look, and big cuz. He said he's going to be back on working nights soon, but he said, but my nights be starting at 4 p.m. and getting home around 7.30. Yeah, that's a, that's a long shift. He just, I don't know why in my mind it's just Big Ton swinging like a big ass giant axe, like <laughs> digging a fucking cave 
for a fucking a train track to go through this fucking solid rock cave. I mean, shit, he's going down. How how many how many how many feet do you go down under the ground, Big Tones? I know you've told me multiple times that I smoke a lot of weed, and I don't want to undershoot it or overshoot it. But how far down under the ground are you going when you uh, when you go to work? That's insane, too. The like to cut the shafts down and then like you know remove all the dirt and rubble and then like you know put the fucking the structural fucking uh, what is it called? Uh, you know, the things that, that help uh, secure it. Uh, what are they called? Like when you put like splints and shit like that, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you know, you dig a dirt, you ever seen them with the, the enforcements? There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, fuck, furthest I've gone down is 8,000 feet. Yeah, like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Fuck. Crazy. Let's see. All right. I wanted to wait till you got out of the matrix. Talk about this one. So Sean Payton on liking Russ. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what the source was that said that, did, that. I was about to say that like this one's one of those ones that like. It is a clickbaity one, right? Like he it's can't resist but put it in our, in our, in our docking. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. just like the Green Bay one, Green Bay reported they don't want Aaron Rodgers to want to come back. No, they didn't say that. You know what I mean? They would never yeah. say that. It might be someone, a beat reporter that reports on the team or something. Like, this is not came from any of those guys' mouths. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is one of those ones. And, like, man, does he does he like Russ? Probably not. Who the fuck likes Russ? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how is this even news? Hey, man, people are still uh, – Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady, they won several rings together. They didn't like each other. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, a working relationship doesn't mean you're sucking this motherfucker's dick. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're not cradling the balls and stroking the shaft. You know what I mean? Like, and even the next part of it said, um, he's got uh, he's got one year to prove himself or Sean Payton will move on. I mean, we kind of even talked about that, like, long before, like, you know, some of these clickbaity articles. Yeah, like, Sean Payton might just, like, quit, like, resign, you mean? No, like, be like, all right, fuck Russ, let's get him out of here or something. See, like, I doubt that, though. You know what I mean? Like, if Russ really got to have, like, unless Russ has fucked up his reputation so much that, like, because it's already came out that he's tried to tell the owner, get rid of the GM and head coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's got to so, be bad. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, yeah. like, it would just happen for anything. Like, he's got to be bad. There's got to be beef between them, like, all year. Like, shit like that. Because if he's playing good, like, really, really good, I think things will just naturally be okay between both of them. I think Sean Payton, it's crazy because Sean Payton, I put him in the same category as the John Harbaugh. Where like okay. they're 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 some of the most winningest coaches. They're they're uh, they could take Belichick on, right? Because that was always right. like take Belichick on, right? Right. But but also just knowing how to manage, uh, consi- uh, consistently manage, you know, cap-wise, p- player personnel-wise, you know, QB position, being able to manage and keep a balance on all those and be successful for years. That, that's, that's how I compare those two guys. But another thing they've got in common is they've, they've, they only got one, one Super Bowl each, and they only got one trip each. Just, right. you know what I mean? So it's like when, when you look at how you get there, it's, it, it's the QB. So maybe if, if he sees after working with a year with Russ, like, oh, I can't get there with him. And yeah, I can, I can see that. But I think it would be more of a situation where he does something he's done in, in the past 
already, like just outright resigned because he's done that with the Saints. You know what I mean? No Drew Brees here anymore. You know what, guys? I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you might have him with Russ, like, this is not going to work with Russ. You know what, guys? I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anything's anything's possible. (laughs) It really is. And uh, Bakes a lot said, uh, chilling at the barber shop, uh, bought, uh, bought, bought to get blessed. To say, you guys doing the mock tonight? Yes, sir. Link is already up on Patreon for anyone who wants to get in the mock. Uh, Four twenty crew dot org for anyone who's not on Patreon yet. I'm gonna get chopped up too. And song says Sean Payton wants to build or rebuild. Uh, right, the team has to. Is probably uh, observing it. He's probably observing everyone. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go in, and I mean, he's got to build the culture, like in there. And um, easier said than done. That, that's for sure. Listen, bro, I've seen the movie, <laughs> and those kids—he turned those kids around. <laughs> they didn't quite win it, but he turned those kids around, <laughs> and they got it done. Let's get back to the news. So some Bobby Okariki O'Carrot Cake news is that several teams, including the Bears, are very interested in him. And the Bears. Colts are fucking dumb for letting him walk. I mean, he's going to get on somewhere, and it's going to be – he's going he's still going to be fantasy viable. If he goes with the Bears, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's a system fit. You know, he's, he was with Iberflus his entire career prior to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, Okariki, is he designated as a, a Y, uh, what is it called, a wheel linebacker? Let's see. <sighs> he's definitely a wheel. I just, I mean, I yeah. Just, yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. He's a wheel. Okay. It's then, Zaire who's the, uh, who's the MLB. Who's the Sam. Yeah. Oh, 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 Zaire's the Sam. Yeah, well, I think he goes back. I think he goes back. He goes and back forth. and forth because they don't always run yeah. three uh, linebackers out there. Yeah, they run the two five or the four two. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, because I mean, when you only have two out there, it's almost like you're getting rid of the middle linebacker. Yeah, you, you add another safety or a nickel, or you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like that's what you're doing in, in those situations. Or you're like the Saints who always drop four in the coverage and run two linebackers. That's why you're always just golden if you have one or the other, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, whether it's a war, uh, fucking Demario Davis and then Warner, or then, you know, when they were hurt, it was fucking Warner and Ellis and then and so forth. Yeah. And uh, let's see who else we got. The Titans are trying to work um, a long-term deal with Jeffrey Simmons. They better because he's been fucking solid. Yeah. And then Harold Landry was also hella good, but he's coming off an ACL and it looks like that hurt his campaign to get a bag. So it's like, you got to secure Jeff Simmons or like blow it up. Cause like, I feel like I'm like, what? I don't think paying him is what you do when you're blowing it up right now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like they're blowing it up. Yeah. So more Matthew Stafford news uh, randomly today is that according to Stafford, retirement is still not out of the question. So I don't know if this was an official, official quote from him. I guess anything could, uh, anything could happen, but. 
Um, How hurt is he really? I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I think it's more – okay, I'm not going to front when I say I am worried about Stafford because, remember, I jumped, I was all on Stafford, all on his, the cock and balls, bro, when he uh, got to the Rams. We had him because people thought he was old and this and that, and we were we, we were having him late in, in super drafts. Then, then the following offseason, he gets that goddamn tennis elbow – and uh, this was something I heard about almost a calendar year ago, like March time. Uh-huh. And then they referenced it again in June and that it was going to be an issue. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not fucking with Matt Stafford, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and then, you know, this is, this is the third time this offseason that it came up, like, that he's not for sure if he's going to retire or not. Like, you know, remember it was like, oh, I'm considering retirement. He goes on his way to his podcast. Yeah, baby, I'm going back to football. And now it's again, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it. I mean, fuck, man. Look at how couples look at how couples are that are toxic sometimes. They don't get away from each other for hella long. Maybe the pussy's really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Who knows what it is? But it's the same way for football players, man. When they get to this age, it's like, look, look, they told my Brady might come back. Yeah. We're gonna hear that every day. Yeah. Because you know for sure Brady might come back. Because he at home thinking the same thing. He's sitting there on his bed in his underwear taking selfies. He's like, man, look at what I've become. You know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> I got to go back to football. <laughs> it's like, I got to go call that bitch up again. <laughs> yeah, that pussy was good. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. Oh, man. And here, Big Ton shared a little video. And he said, this is, uh, this is what he does. And it's crazy. Whatever the hell these machines are, they're fucking huge. Yeah, bro. Saw someone walk across the screen right there, and they look tiny. Yeah, I was about to say that was a little. I'm like, I, you know, look, that one, that one, a little person. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, fucking huge. Whoa. And then digging the, then digging holes. Many men have died. <laughs> You know, hey, look at when Big Tons walked in there, he didn't even fill out the application. They're like, You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, I walked up into that motherfucker, they're like, Oh, we're not accepting applications. <laughs> uh, they need men that don't go there and, and be frail. <laughs> nope. Okay, how about this? Baker Mayfield. It's gotta be him then. Yeah. Antonio, okay. I need Brady to come back too. <laughs> you better Can not you put, on this. Hey, hey, you got to say that every day, Antonio, because I see it in several streams. He's, he's already said that several times. <laughs> you know what I mean? We need to keep that energy. Hey, look. Okay. Can you get past? Because I know you don't like Baker. Can you get past? Can you get past the Baker disdain? If you knew Baker was going to be the starter for the Rams. Yeah. With Cooper Cup there healthy because he was there last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dra- I drafted him in a bunch of leagues last year because everyone was like, <clears throat> everyone was super off of him. Hella late. I mean, not drafting him early, like I was like yeah. a fourth QB and shit. Just knowing that one day he could be a starter again. Hey, I have four shares of Baker. I mean, three shares of Baker in your leagues. I, I have zero now. And then it, they didn't even make it with me to the year because. <laughs> Once he got put on the Panthers, he was in a package deal, and I sent them out, man. Because yeah. you know what I'm saying? When I had four QBs, that meant somebody's hurting. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Let's see. <coughs> what else we got here? Um, <coughs> the Panthers are going to release <coughs> Damian Wilson, <coughs> interior linebacker. So I mean, he's twenty-eight, right? <coughs> yeah, he's older. He was good Still though. Solid. Yeah. He's just he's just getting in. Or he's just the, the bottom the bottom end of a rotation these days, though. Too though. That's the, that's the thing. Like yeah. I mean, they got they got Lloyd. Olukun, fucking uh, uh, Mums, Mum, Mama, Muma. No, nah, he, nah, he's Jacksonville. He's Jack. That's what we're talking about. No, um, Damian Wilson's on the uh, the Panthers. Oh, he came from Jacksonville last year. Was he, he not? Know. Not he, I think he was on the he Chiefs. Is. He was on the Chiefs before was the he Chiefs? was with the Panthers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think, he I think he's been there for two years with the Panthers. Okay, I'm fucking that all the way up. Yeah, he was an interior linebacker, but um, yeah, I mean, guy, I mean, emergence of like guys like Frankie Louvu. I mean, yeah. I think that's uh, you know, those are things that are changing here. Because let me see, because uh, yeah, I don't even. I mean, shit, I don't even know who they have like behind him because he was the middle. He was the middle linebacker. Frankie Louvu's the Sam, and Shaq, Thompson, Shaq Thompson's the Will. And who knows? Maybe it's them just going more into like a two linebacker. Like said as well, and uh, Big Ten said anyone who's a Stafford owner should be buying Baker as an insurance policy. Easier said than done. And uh, Bakesaw said, "I'd like to be uh, talking. <laughs> I'd like to be the talking roaches and men in black too. Too scared, can't move." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're getting loaded off of something. They were always the other guys. The other ones are on. Background. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh let's see. And okay, last piece of news that we got uh with Jalen Carter. Um this is someone who was uh th- this is someone with the NFL who said this, uh, but according to general managers and execs, uh Jalen Carter will not be amongst the top ten picks in the NFL draft. I remember, remember when I when I first got the news. That's the first thing I said. So whoever drops him is going to be coming up like crazy. You know who's going to do it? The Bengals, man. Damn, that'd be wild. Because they need they need DT. Right. Uh, because they let go of uh, yeah, buddy went to the he went to the fucking Bears. Then he went to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't remember his name right now. Anyways. They need DT bad. And they have a history, a long, rich history of drafting players at value because they had off the field issues. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Joe Mixon, you know I mean, Joe Mixon, Pac-Man Jones, yeah. Montez Burfitt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the list goes on, bro. You know what for I mean? sure. For sure. Because they're just like, this is how we're going to get these good ass players. At a fucking discount, and uh, yeah, that's all that we got for news uh, today. Any questions or anything, go ahead and throw them in. And uh, don't forget, we got a mock draft tonight at 5 p.m. West Coast time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And the draft lasts about an hour. Um, so I mean, it doesn't it doesn't last like crazy long because we do the. What's that? 
Yep. Mon- Monday and Tuesday, we got mock drafts a-flowing. Yeah, and uh, Link is up in Patreon right now. And, uh, yeah, and if you guys like Lego videos, make sure you go follow the Stack and Bricks channel on TikTok. Been uh, been having fun over there because uh can actually make just like short videos and just get a lot of content flowing. And uh, one thing for anyone who uh, who hasn't been paying, who didn't pay attention in Patreon, I made a post. I'm looking for like three to five people who really want to help out the channel. And it usually works better for people who are like actually watching the show. But I want like people to find like, one clip per show. And if we got a couple people doing it, that, that should be like a couple different clips, you know, per show, like anywhere from like a minute to like three minutes. And uh, just so we can start pumping all this content, like uh, on the YouTube shorts, on the TikToks, on the Instagram reels and Facebook reels. Like we got to, uh, we got to get people knowing more about this show. And Big Ten said Bogard needs to hit me up on Facebook. <laughs> You'll never get hit up by Bogard on uh, on Facebook. <laughs> you know what's funny is like you talk to me in the making one. I remember I told you I had one like fucking twelve years ago, fucking thirteen years ago. I was, <laughs> I was dumbass acting. Somebody just stole my shit. Damn. Somebody just stole my shit. And I was like, fuck that. I'm like, who the fuck you want to act my shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's too cool for school, man. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Let's smoke this bowl and then we're going to get up out of here. And uh, Mock's going to be starting in uh, like two and a half hours from now ish. And Bakes a lot. So, what do you guys think of the tight end that McAfee interviewed today? Uh, six seven six eight ran a four five in the combine. Uh, well, what the fuck's his name? So throw, throw his name in there, um, because I didn't I didn't see the interview with uh I, I didn't watch McAfee this morning. You know what's crazy about being that big is like is he fluid? Like is he fluid when he runs and when he runs his rounds? Like or is he just that tall that he can just throw the ball up? You know what I mean? That's what. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Bakes a lot. Do you know the? Uh, <coughs> I'm gonna go search YouTube and see if they clipped. Uh, <laughs> it's on there. For sure. You'll be able to find just the tight end drills, the tight end forty times or whatever. Yeah, not seeing it. Throw it, uh, throw, yeah, throw it in the chat, Bakes a lot, because I'm curious who you're, uh, who you're talking about. It doesn't look like there's any like separate clips from today's show yet, or at least not without me diving in super deep right now. And hell yeah, Bakes a lot. I'll shoot you, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you a message on, on Facebook about that. And yeah, and really, I just. 
even if you, you don't even have to get the clip out. I mean, if you if you get the clip out, I mean, that makes it easier. Like if you just like record it on your phone or record it on the computer and send it. But all I need to know is like the time. If you could just tell me the time from here to here, uh, that's really like that's really the big thing because I'll have it all and I could do that in post production and uh, get the exact clips out. Cause yeah, we got to get, uh, yeah, we got it. We got to get the show growing and getting, having more of a social media presence is going to help us get there. <coughs> and dang it though. And the, <coughs> the name bakes a lot. Cause now I'm super curious. Who is it? Uh, the last name Koontz. Okay. <laughs> Let me see. Because I mean, there is another dude who ran, Will Mallory. He, uh, he went to the U. And... Uh, He's 6'4", 239, and ran a 454. Let's see who this uh let's see who this dude Koontz is. Let's see. I'm not really ever big on tight ends immediately. You gotta what, what's dope about tight ends is like you can get them later usually in, in Dynasty, and you can sit on them for a couple years because like they don't always break out like that. You know? Zach Kuntz. They really got to be in a system that features a move tight end, and they're not the backup to a guy that exists already. Like, yeah, this is crazy, though. I mean, he's barely – this dude, I mean, he's only he's projected as a seventh rounder, and uh, he's the 12th ranked uh, tight end going into the draft. So maybe three, he jumps up to like the fourth round. Maybe yeah. he jumps up a couple rounds or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, tight ends. It's a scheme thing. If you're if you're a straight up pass catching tight end, there's gonna be guys that run twelve personnel tough like Doug Peterson might look at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, but then there's systems like the the, the wide zone uh, run schemes, right? Like the Shanahan schemes, right? You, yeah. You, you need a tight end that it, I mean, you you don't just want a pass catching tight end. You need to be able to block too. Yeah. You know what I'm so it's yeah. like, you know, you can completely eliminate them looking at guys like that if they don't have that in their in, in their repertoire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Big Ten said after watching the combine, what four running backs after Bijan and Gibbs are you guys looking at in later rounds? I, I mean, I gotta see landing spots first. It don't matter what we say now. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I mean, the dude, uh, uh, how the hell do you pronounce his name? Devon. I, I, Achin or a chain? I don't even know. The dude from Texas AM. Akeem? I don't know. Maybe it's A C H A N E is uh that's what I, yeah, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, but uh he's a little bit smaller, but I mean hella fast. And uh let me the dude from okay. Old Miss, Evans. I think he ran like a four or four something. Here's the sweet, here's the sweet spot right here. 
it, 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 over the years that I figured out like the guys that have the most success, like it, you're usually around 5'11 and 210 pounds, 215. You know what that's, I mean? That's Tank Bisbee from, uh, I believe, Auburn. Like literally that's his yeah. build. And I think he ran yeah. like four or five something. Those are guys that can carry loads. Those are guys that, and if they, if they have pass catching ability, those are three down guys. You know and saying? the dude from UCLA, uh, Carb Carbonet Carbonet Zach what Zach C, uh, from UCLA, six uh, six foot two fourteen, and he ran a four or five something as well. Those are probably like the guys who are going to be in the range right after Gibbs, yeah. the next like f- four or five guys. Yeah, because look at this last year. When this this is why this is why I don't really I mean I really gotta wait till landing spots because last year super big on I mean there's the, there was the obvious Brees Hall and Ken Walker. Uh-huh. And then I liked Isaiah Spiller, I liked um Damian Pierce, and I liked Jay Sean Corbin. Right? Uh-huh. And Spiller ended up in a in a place that was kind of a fugazi good, right? Like, yeah. oh, he has a good landing spot. He's but he wasn't the guy behind him. He was the third, but it, he, he had injuries and, you know, et cetera. But then, right. then Damian Pierce, he's a fifth rounder, but he had a clear path to a starter. So it was like, but these are the five I like. And then Corbin, he just was just a practice squad guy, like, for the goddamn Giants or whatever. But, like, these are, you know what I mean? And then there was, like, Zaquandre White. He was a bad motherfucker too, and, but just ended up being a practice squad for the Dolphins. You know what I mean? For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes because running backs are devalued like shit. They don't. It don't matter. Like that's why you get like one or two big prospects coming out, and the rest of the guys they just end up, you know, having to make their, you know, come into their own somehow. Yeah, and Big Ten said Darnell Washington. I think will will top the tight end group this year, in my opinion. So. 6'6", 264, he ran a 4.64. And uh I mean, yeah, he's he's 6'6", 264. I mean, dude is fucking huge. I think the only taller one than him is that dude who uh Bakes a lot said got interviewed by McAfee Koontz. He was six, he's six seven. Yeah, and I mean, see, really, I mean it, it's landing spot all the way, so he's out of Georgia as well and i think the only other guy who uh who might be ranked a little higher pre-combine is uh the dude from notre dame mayor 6'4 249 ran like a 47 so he's a little bit slower but i mean these tight ends i mean they're not really running four fives and four fours like i mean that often so that's why that dude Kuntz might be moving up you know from his number 12 uh ranked pre pre-combine rank and that dude will mallory from the U, he ran a four five four. Also, yeah, when you're, yeah, when you're a lineman, or a, you know, like a or a D tackle stuff like that, when you run in like four eights, you know, what I'm saying they 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 love that, you know what I mean? Yeah, four nines, you know, you're like, all right, because that's because those guys are huge, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, but now you got these Titans that are huge, fucking gigantic, and running the fucking. I mean, I guess Kelsey ran a four five, you know what I mean? but what's Kelsey six four? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna start a lot of lot of rookie content is gonna be coming here over the next couple of weeks. At least throwing names out there. When is the draft? April, April what? Twenty seventh, twenty eighth, something like that. It's like right at the end of April. Yeah. So we we got like a month and a half. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, who's going where type of content. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, yeah, it might even be worth it for us to go through and just shout out, like, even if it's top 10, you know, at the position, like, pre-combine or whatever, because I know a lot of shit is going to be changing over these next couple weeks. or Could be post-combine if we start getting big boards from a lot of people. I was going to say, because the combine's done already. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like a lot of – I, I feel like a lot of shit is like pro days, the pro days are coming up. Yeah, because I mean a lot of these guys, I mean I mean shit, we had like who didn't throw? Either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I mean one of them didn't young. throw. Right? It who did it was young? Yeah. 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 See, I mean the pro day, I mean, a lot of guys who still haven't ran. So I mean that's it's easier to find lists of uh, all these big boards and stuff when it's pre uh the pre-combine and pre-pro day stuff, because I don't even know when all these pro days are happening. I know over the course of this month. Yeah. Yeah, within the next month. It's, it's going to happen. Uh, we'll have, like, uh, one or two a week. You know what I'm saying? Coming yeah. up. Uh, towards the end of the month, they'll start. They'll start ramping up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because then after the pro day, uh, I mean, after the combines, they're, you know, they're, you're going to have other teams or like, see, nowadays they got Zoom and stuff. So they'll, they'll continue to have like, you know, you know, third and fourth interviews with some of these kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, for sure. Yeah, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, the what the, the pro day ones, see, those are funny because we, you might just outright not see some teams there. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Right. And then, and then, then if you're, if you're trying to, you know, play that game of like, of uh gamesmanship right you might even have to go just like like chicago because well, like well because like the pro day is like alabama's having their pro day so it's like everyone who's like you know they're coming out there to see all the people from alabama right yeah i think it's just the field i mean yeah i wonder if they do anything with the defensive guys i know it's maybe i mean it's just uh it's it's, it's, it's predominantly in my in my memory, well, the, def- the defensive guys are going to the combine. I mean, they're yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, this is where you see. I mean, it's really for the quarterbacks and like, and then like. Oh, actually, you know it, what? It's really for the quarterbacks. And you know what? There was multiple people because I think they do still. They are still running all the drills and shit. You know those too. So I think it's guys who may so have like, not have been 100 percent healthy for the combine. Cause I do remember we were covering some news. This person's holding out. They're going to wait for the pro day. So they have more time to get healthy. Yeah. Good point. It's probably best for them anyway, because like you want that official shit. You know what I mean? And Crispy said Stroud to the moon. Crispy about to draft Stroud. Well, one of them picks. He got, Crispy's in there, huh? Crispy got a lot of high picks. I uh, know he has the, he has the number two overall for yeah. sure. I don't know if he. Ha- I don't know what other ones he has besides that. In the uh, in the nineteen, I've kind of been going crazy over there with the QBs because I think I mean with the QBs with the uh, uh, with the rookie picks. Yeah. Because I uh, yeah I got I got to double check, but I think I might have two first rounders, and then I have like an early <laughs> second rounder. He's over there building a low key monster. I'm like ah. Oh. And I told you, he said he did watch the video before he went through the rounds. And he was like, I felt really good getting three inside your top 12. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I mean, that's what you want. That's what you're trying to do. I didn't even get three inside the top 12. 
Uh, um, but I did get Devin Lloyd, who I am stoked about. So Queen oh. Mosley and Devin Lloyd. Yeah. When did you get Devin Lloyd? Oh, just right now. Huh? Just right now, 13th round. And uh, yeah, and Stevie picked Quay Walker, uh, two picks, like in, in yeah. front of me. Right there. Yeah, and he got Hufanga, this motherfucker. You see him? Yeah. Pick up Hufanga as well. For not, uh, yeah, for not, I mean, that's why he's doing the mock drafts and shit with us too. Cause like we just, we talk about people throughout this entire process. So even if you aren't like in the mock draft, you guys should be watching oh, like, watching it. Like, like going back to what Marty was asking, like, who do we like in what rounds and this and that? I, you know, I'm, I was busting his balls, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I expect people to like, you know, we're giving them the right advice. You know I mean? They're, these aren't our players. Okay, they're everybody's players. So if you yeah. get to them first, then it's yours on that in that right? My point, my point is every every draft is different, so you can't necessarily like these are the guys. I mean you could talk about like maybe ranges, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, early rounds, mid rounds, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I you know, that's how I usually compartmentalize things. Like, I don't mind reaching up. If I know this motherfucker's going in this fifth round, usually I might get him in the fourth. Fuck these but I think the reason why we draft so solid is because it's about feeling the room. Like that's really what it's about. It's not, I got to get this guy in this certain round. Cause I mean, Patrick queen, for example, in the number 19, I got him at the 9.2. He could be, I'm sure he's going like, if I go look at the other ones, I bet he went higher than that. So I just felt like that was just a you know, defense. Maybe it didn't go super I mean, well, in this well, one. The, the top three went off the board that round before. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh two rounds before two actually. rounds before, round seven. So I played it, I played it ball. Well, I didn't I guess it wasn't I played it ballsy. It's the way that it worked out. Cause when it was going on the seven, it was going away from me, you know, and then it's coming back on the eight, and then I take him at the start of the ninth. And it was because I took uh I took what's it called? I, I took uh I took a kicker there, well a rookie spot because I figured Quay, Stevie B would be on the rookie spot as the, well, the, and he did. Yeah, I remember you said that, and then he goes back to back killer IDPs. No, well, so he did pick a rookie pick there, and he went Brooks. Oh, okay, for that, that spot. Oh, yeah. that's what that was. Yeah, because then he went Luvu and whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the next round in ten and eleven. Yeah, Quay was it? Oh no! So here's what killed me when he got Quay because Quay's one of those guys like I view him the way I viewed Nick Bolton last year. You know what I mean? Like this is a guy that up into like the top ten. I didn't think Nick Bolton would jump up to the three, but I was making sure I was getting him everywhere because he was the. You know, I was never, I was never, I never liked reaching up. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got you. I never like reaching up for those top three like that. Mean? Yeah, and right. that's what was that, and that's what was kind of tough because like we right. talked about him all off season. I mean, we, we were yeah. all stroking him off. Guys like Hess was yeah. talking about him real early, and so he was all on all of our radars. So it's almost like you had to overpay for him to get him. Yeah, and then you know, then like you know, this year he's a top three, so it's like I just probably won't have him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got him in a few and felt really good about it too. And a song, he said, yeah, Stevie's been fired. He swiped me a few times. And uh, he said, I'm still mad he took Hufenga. Yeah, I mean, at the 13, I mean, not too shabby at all. I, I still, I guess with, uh, I mean, it's crazy because Pitry just I mean, went. I mean, got Derwin James. He's good. 
Yeah. <laughs> he got Derwin James. Derwin James. No, no, no. Song doesn't have Derwin James. Song doesn't have oh, uh, big tons. Yeah, Song doesn't have uh, any DBs as of now. Man, mm-hmm. see, you you took Drew Tranquil instead of Pitry. Like that was the pick. Bogey took him one pick after you. That was really the spot to, to tear him off right there instead of Tranquil. Yeah, Tranquil would have dropped farther, I bet. I bet he would have dropped to your next <laughs> and round. And what's crazy, what's crazy about that, too, is because this that's something that kind of has been happening in a lot of these leagues where it's like um, people forget about Pitry or the moment someone does grab Pitry, then it, it triggers Brisker or, and or the vice versa. Like I've seen people like someone grab Brisker and then, oh, shit, let me get Pitry. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it went. Uh, so it went. I mean, Big Tons took sauce a little bit early there, and that. I mean, that. I don't know if that. I mean, because it was back to back DBs that he took. He went Derwin James and Sauce. Man, if you would have went Derwin James and Pitry, that would have been fucking disgusting, right there. But he kicked off the DBs uh, right there with the two, and then you picked up Pitry like you should have in the twelfth, and then two picks later, Brisker goes. And then, then Jeremy Chin, and who then did, uh, and then Ufenga. What'd you say? Oh, oh, oh Brisker got hit right before Candlestick. That's what it was. Yeah, so that's Damien. That's uh, that's uh, Mike. That's Mike Joseph's homie. Nice. Shout I mean, he's he's been making solid picks over there. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Well, except for the Parsons. I mean, I, I wouldn't have taken him where he took him, but it was right after the top three went. And see, and that's what's that. That's what's changed. Is this one amongst everything else? The first three IDPs off the board: Nick Bolton, Olakun, and Roquan. It hasn't been that way in all of these dynasty startups. It's like been. Yeah, I was. If you look, I was in that round, and I had to take fucking Pacheco. Yeah, because you had no uh, RBs at yeah, that point, right? All my stupid trades, but it's like, damn, like I thought about it too when he took Roquan. I was like, ah, this is where I'm supposed to take Bolton right here. Because I would have took Bolton over Olakun. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. And yeah, and I'm totally wrong. Parsons yeah. was drafted before those guys. Yeah, Parsons again, sixth round. You know what I think? No, no, was, it was at the seven six, oh, but I was okay. just looking at the, the wrong way that the arrow was pointing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it went Parsons, Roquan, Olakun, and Nick Bolton. Yeah. That's definitely, the order that they went in. Definitely started the run, right? A little mini run right there. With stopped, actually. And, uh, like yeah, nobody, right. nobody picked anyone in the eighth, and then, uh, and then Jordan Brooks, Patrick Queen, and Devin White go in the ninth. Song grabs Zaire in the tenth. That was nice. I was hoping he would have fell. Had to take, uh, had to take Queen right there. I'd rather build around uh, him at the youth in one of them. I, th- I think I got Zaire in one of these startups already, and I got Queen. I think in two of them. And Song said, "You think it was a? Uh, you think he reached for Olakun? Fuck no! Roquan went right then, and Parsons went like those guys would have been going probably really quick after that. I think people only take people. I think people only take Roquan or Bolton over Olakun because of the age. Otherwise, Olakun would always and should be the first guy off the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Big Ten said, "I, I just like Sauce. I know he's a shutdown." But the other DBs on the Jets aren't slouches, so I see him at least maintaining last year's stats. Yeah, but last year's stats weren't like top twelve DBs, like fantasy or anything. He changed teams last year, and then two, and then that team had a different defensive coordinator the second year, 
So switching teams from Atlanta to Jacksonville, then second year in Jacksonville <laughs> with with fucking a new coordinator. He has like three years straight of like identical production. It's insane. Yeah. I, I think like, you could have got saw I think you could have waited and got other other players and still got sauce later. Because he's not he's not going that. I mean, well, I mean, I guess some people are picking him that high, the ones who don't you know, understand the scoring concept, but yeah, I don't think he would have went there. Like if you would have got Pitry right there, like, man, that, that would be the nastiest uh, DB combo, like by far, uh, Derwin James and Pitry. They said just what I believe. It doesn't make it true. No, it everything's true what you're saying, but for fantasy, it, uh, it doesn't like work, work him being like number one DB. I feel bad that I had to yell at this dude earlier because he was just like throwing a fit. I'm like, listen, man, we don't got, we got to go to the grocery store. You got to eat these snacks. And then he starts eating them. Now he's all happy. I'm like, this guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I just feel bad. Like, listen, I'm dealing with things. You know what I mean? <laughs> dealing with things that are bigger than, bigger than us. And, these snacks. <laughs> and uh, Tino is on the clock right now. Let me, uh, let me text him. Yeah, there you go. I was about to say, hit that man up. So we got candlestick next. Yep. All right. Yep. We all right. Well, uh, before we get out of here, I gotta remind everybody go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. I got all the links to everywhere. Go follow us on every podcast uh platform for all the different, you know, for for this, for, for the fantasy football, for the silver screen breakdowns, go follow all the Lego channels and uh, go follow the Attitude Era Rules channel. We're gonna be doing more. Uh, on there real soon, uh, we're going to be uh, live streaming WrestleMania. And uh, I really want to do an all-time wrestlers draft. This has been something that has been in the works for a while now. And um, I want to get like eight of us, eight to ten of us. And uh, I, I mean, I guess we we won't really use uh, We'll We'll just have like some kind of timer going off or maybe we won't do a timer. But, you know, maybe do like six or seven rounds or something and you have to build a specific like stable of guys. Okay. Like, what do you think would be a dope? Like, you know, um, let me just pull it up so I can mark it's it. Funny because my, my my mind already went to like immediate bad humor, where it'd be like, you need a one heavyweight, you need one classic guy, you need you know one new age guy, you know you need one black guy. Like, <laughs> you know, because you know, like, it's like there's like only like one out of every ten. You might have a black wrestler, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what would we do? We do like two heavyweights, maybe one cruiserweight. See, then you need you need to have an equal amount of each one, then you know what I mean? Well, so we'd have ten. Well, we wouldn't have to have an equal amount. I mean, we don't we don't have an equal there. amount of wide wide receivers to running backs, you know, like so I mean we could kind of pick well, and choose. Well, I'm just saying, like if because there's way more heavyweights than cruiserweights. That, if, well, we're not gonna have benches, right? No, no, I think we'll just have like flex spots is what we'll have okay. where you can, where you can plug in whatever you want. Okay. So like I was thinking two heavyweights, one cruiserweight, two tag teams, and then maybe like like three flex positions or something where you literally you can plug in whatever you want. Cause I don't know. I mean, I don't care about putting new age guys in there. I'm sure all these guys we're doing are gonna be classic guys. It's true. Cause I don't know shit about none of the new motherfuckers, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can end one, maybe one women's. Maybe not. I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, like, was it Sable? Jesus. Like, I, mean, I don't know nothing about the women's uh, judgment. So like, if we did Rick it this Flair's way, daughter. That's how I would say it too. Give me Ric Flair's daughter. <laughs> I don't even know her name. Like, I'm just two heavyweights. Two no, heavyweights. Two heavyweights. A cruiserweight. Two tag teams, and then three flex spots. So that'd be eight rounds. Tight. So we have ten when you eighty wrestlers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Like we would need to eat one amount per thing if that's what it But you said we got flex spots, so. Yeah, that's not, you know what I mean? That's easy. You'd be able to just pull, pull up lists. Yeah. So, uh, we we'll come up with list, though. You know what I mean? Uh, for, for people to draw from the list. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, this is going to be just like a live draft. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay. We just do it on top of our dome. Yeah. Well, I mean, people can use whatever they want as research to okay. do whatever. They, I mean, People need to go on Google to figure something out, but uh, I want to get like eight to ten people who are like wrestling savants, you know. Okay, I thought you were gonna have like a list of wrestlers, like and just, we just have anyone. No, I mean I'll keep track of everybody's like list, so we we can't like double up like on yeah. players. We can keep flashing that like back and forth like on the screen, but I don't know where we'd really get a list for that. Uh, I'm down though. You know that shit ain't done. We got it. We'll, we'll figure out the day and the time, but I think I want to do it sometime before WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure that. We'll figure this out. And if anybody wants in, uh, throw it in the chat. I'm going to make a post about it. We could even uh, do it. Patreon. I mean, I mean might, you know, we could do, we could do it like on one of those days on like on that Saturday watch party for WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, you know, since some motherfuckers is watching, it's like a watch party slash we're doing this fucking, you know. That'd be cool. And then give us some time to build up to it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it should be algorithm driven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, let's get the hell up out of here. And uh, we'll be back in like two hours with this mock draft. So if you guys need the link, it is in uh, Patreon. So get over there, 420crew.org. Let's see how many open spots we got as of now. We got one, two, three, four, five. We got half the spots taken. Uh, There's only six spots left. So go claim your spot, peeps. And uh, we'll see you then. Peace out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.